Welcome to the weekend edition of the Nightly News. Ted, I just, while you're holding those arrows, I literally just came in from shooting the most perfect round of arrows this morning. Um, just, I, I love it when I have my bow in my hand, not just for the weekends, but every day. People that aren't doing that, Ted, they're missing out. What do you say? Well, the history of the mystical flight of the arrow goes back to the origins of Zen, you know, praising God for his miraculous creation and how we are the designated stewards of the resources to use them wisely and respectfully, which is called hunting, fishing, and trapping the renewable resources. And the mystical flight of the arrow was one of the first projectiles that was able to take down that critter for dinner beyond, you know, the reach of a spear. So the mystical flight of the arrow is the original samurai spirit being one with the path of your own applying all your gifts from god every gift that we have is a miracle and when you use them in unison hand-eye coordination sight acquisition breathing left hand talking to right hand right hand talking to trigger finger the eyeballs telling everybody when to work in concert together and when you can send a pretty arrow it's indicative that you can lead a good life. There is a parallel there. So yes, anybody that doesn't celebrate archery, get a bow that is graceful. And here's the problem. This is something I want to really emphasize. I can't tell you how many times it's just painfully too many times that young people and gals and newcomers will get a hold of me and go, I went to the archery shop, but I didn't have a bow that I could draw back. Well, what in the hell is going on with this industry? Get a child's bow. Archery isn't about velocity. It's not about power. Archery is about grace and stealth. You need to find a bow that is absolutely simple and easy to draw back where it's not difficult. It's not a weightlifting contest. So get a bow that you, a bow that you can come to full draw and anchor effortlessly and if they haven't got one look the owner of the store in the eyeball and go get me a lightweight bow because we're losing new archers because the industry is worried about velocity and power so yes the mystical flight of the arrow what you just said keith it will every time cleanse the soul you know like you uh ted have hunted all over the country and the two biggest mistakes that i see with archers is you mentioned one of them, too much poundage, takes everything they got to get it back if they can get it back, which then gets them like this and they can't stay on target. Or number two, overdrawn because they're trying to get more speed and so they're drawn back, about to take their ear off every time they draw back. You're 100% right. You know, and Ted, you and I have been so lucky, lucky to get to hunt with and spend time with and visit with the true masters, the, the legends in this business. And last week, I had the opportunity to sit down with Mossy Oaks, Cuz Strickland. And we talked hunting, we talked hunting stories, we talked food plots, we talked everything. I mean, what a legend is Cuz Strickland. Well, the industry does have masters, literally samurai, uh, martial arts masters. Cameron Haynes has a wonderful new book out. People should get that book. And many people are discovering the, the soul-cleansing capabilities and powers of the outdoor lifestyle ultimately experienced with a bow and arrow. And I got to share a campfire with Fred Bear and Dick Mock, uh, his, his sidekick. Right. And I, I communicated with Howard Hill and Ben Pearson before they died, the founding fathers of modern bow hunting. And But Keith and I are still here, so you have a, the nightly nuge. And I can't tell you how thoroughly 
um, gratifying and fulfilling. The application of one's senses and one's physics of spirituality to an accurate arrow. And it doesn't have to be 20, 30 yards. 10 feet will do. I shoot in my living room. I trained all my kids and grandkids with lightweight recurve bows and feather-fletched arrows. You can't really use a recurve with plastic vein fletching because it kicks off the, the side of the bow. But if you do it right, in fact, our friend Bruce Cull is the president of the National Field Archery Association. The yeah. National Field Archery Association in Yankton, South Dakota. Give him a call and he will find you a lightweight recurve that the whole family can shoot. I mean, my, my six and seven year old grandchildren shoot lightweight recurves and they fall in love with it because they know that the lessons learned from an errant arrow can be applied to the next arrow as in life. Maybe a mistake on Monday, you, you aspire and dedicate yourself and learn the lessons so you don't repeat that mistake on Tuesday. Archery really is a foundational discipline for quality of life. Do not underestimate that sentence. Ted, what a great week we've had. Um, I'm going to practice uh, not only my uh, bow and arrow shooting, uh, I might actually get on a bike, although I saw President Trump said you'll never see him on a bike. Uh, maybe Joe Biden ought to follow that advice. I don't know, buddy. But what a great week. Have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, let's come back next week with some more hot-hitting topics right here on the Nightly News. What do you say? Well, I do ride a bike. I ride the stump jumper delivering the Detroit News and the shopping news in 1959 and 1960 and 61. And I've still got bikes and I still ride my bike. And I'm 74 years clean and sober and I've never fallen off my bike. I'm tuned in, not to be confused with a mentally deranged freak like this commander in chief. Sorry to have to say that, but it's true on the nightly nuge. Come back next week. We'll have some more uncensored Ted Nugent. That's a novel idea. The Nightly Nude. See you next week, guys. Godspeed, America. America.